super ugly. Put your cups up, get your smoking. Baby, we partying, ain't nobody loking. Who you provoking? What you want now? Take a look around, it's pimp shit going down. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to episode 124 of All In With Kevin. I am your host, Kevin Lewis. In today's episode, I'm going to speak about the NCAA Women's National Title Game. Um, and a little bit about Anthony Rendon's episode with the fan. Um, if I get to some Yankees, I will. If I don't, I don't. We'll see. We'll see what the episode brings. Um, as far as the National Title Game of Women's Basketball. Alright, so I'm not going to sit here and pretend like... I follow women's basketball more than I do because I have not. I will watch a few games every year. I, I pretty much treat women's college basketball the same way I treat men's. Like when there's an interesting player or an interesting team, like I might pop in and watch every now and again. Like I might watch the Final Four. I might watch the Elite Eight. I I'm a very casual, sometimes yes, watcher when it comes to women's college basketball, right? So I don't know how people are covered general or athletes in general are covered with regards to women's basketball now i do have a general idea of how we cover certain people in certain ways and all of that and and the racial component that that comes with a lot of stuff and in this case the gender component based on the very little that i'm seeing um based on what happened yesterday this is being recorded on monday evening with andrew reese and um caitlin clark so there's a lot of things that go... First of all, congratulations to LSU for beating the brakes off Iowa. It, it really was never competitive. It never felt like that was going to be a basketball... Uh, that was going to be a game at any point. So, congratulations to them for beating the brakes off of them. To them for beating the brakes off Iowa. <laughs> Excuse me. Now, with that said, um, you know, at the free throw line must have been about... Call it... 10 seconds left, 15 seconds left, whatever, you know, uh, Andrew Reese does the you-can't-see-me hand gesture to Caitlin Clark. She then does it again, you know, when the, the clock is running out and they're celebrating, and she's, I'm not going to say following, that, that I guess that's a little bit much. It's not like she followed her. It's not like she followed her around the court. Like, she tried to make herself more visible. She was having her moment, so to speak. Um, and she did it again at that point at that point but first of all let 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 uh, there's a lot to unpack here within this whole within this whole ordeal but the racial component can't be ignored i'm not talking about how it was covered per, per se uh, i don't feel like as far as actual mainstream media members that were supposed to take somewhat seriously i don't feel like there was any kind of inconsistencies that, that could point to racial bias. Now, and, and note that I said should take seriously. So, like, people like Keith Oberman can fuck off. I'm not talking about people like him, right? But but as far as, like, just observing the game and, and looking at the timeline on Twitter, you know, while I watch, there was definitely a too America's y kind of feel as to, like, who we want to win the game, who people are rooting for. Like, you know, you had, you know, you had people who look like me, black folk, you know, rooting very hard for LSU to win, and you had the opposite. Like, I feel like that was a thing that was evident for whatever the reasons might be that people have their rooting interest. I feel like it was kind of one of those, like, it, it was it was like a boxing match. Like, I'm not a Floyd Mayweather enthusiast. I think he's a piece of shit, personally. 
but I, I've been to a few boxing parties that with, with uh, Mayweather fighting some some non-black dude, and that's typically how it goes. You got you got the black people rooting for Floyd. I, I mean, I've ne- I've never uh, I've never really been to one with like Hispanic people or white people, but it's typically like every every boxing party I've ever been at has basically been black people rooting for Floyd. So that that's kind of that's kind of what it is with this. So it's impossible to ignore, especially when you're talking about the whole "you can't see me" thing. Caitlin Clark did the same thing. Now I don't think the two instances are the same, even if they both did the same thing. Now let me explain. Caitlin Clark did this going back to the huddle, down uh, like up like what fourteen points or whatever it was. I can't remember what it was, but she did it once. It was subtle. She went back to she went back to her bench, and that was that. If Angel had just left it at the free throw line exchange, that's one thing. And and it, and mind you, let me make myself clear: I'm not demonizing Angel Reese at all for doing what she did. She won. Winners get to talk shit. That's how it goes. Um, like I think, per like to to finish my thought here, the follow, the the making to the doing it more than once kind of separates the acts. To me, doing it more than once and and trying to make yourself more visible the second time or whatever or whatever Angel Reese was trying to accomplish, trolling, being an agitator, whatever she was trying to accomplish, that separates the two things. And personally, as much as like I'm not here for the class talk, the bad sportsmanship talk, because I just don't give a fuck about sportsmanship and uh, assigning class with how people win and lose in sports is fucking stupid. It's a game. Who cares? But. I think it loses its luster a little bit when you got to do it three, four times to get the point across. I think that was whack, personally. Not bad sportsmanship, not classless, not some of the words I've seen used by the by, by the likes of the jackasses like Keith Oberman, like, oh, she's a fucking idiot just said about a fucking 20-year-old college kid. That's neither there. I just thought it was whack. I thought it was whack. Like, at the free throw line, fine. Cool. All right. After that, it's like, all right, we get the point. Like, and this is not even me saying that the showboating is bad. Again, I'm cool with it. I like it. It's sports. It's supposed to be fucking entertaining. Tomfoolery is entertaining. It is. And foolishness when you win is very entertaining. Talking shit is entertaining. And you won. I thought that was the whole point. People don't like when you talk shit when you win. People don't like when you talk shit when they lose. It's almost like people just want to fucking complain. Like, that, 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 that that's what it is. But I thought that was a little bit whack. But this whole, like, oh, you know, you gotta win with class. You gotta, like, what? what is the obsession with, with making people, with, with, with people who like who who like the idea of other people dimming their light for them? Is it just because you have nothing going on per se, like the people that I'm talking about? Is it because they have nothing going on? Why are you so pressed about other people being humble? Why do they have to humble themselves for you? Why? The, the, listen, it, I, I, forget, I forget what the number was, but Angel Reese had a whole bushel full of fucking double doubles. She was the she was the player of the tournament. She was outstanding player of the tournament. They just won a championship. Besides the fact whether it's whack or not, like I'm not talking about that. I thought it was whack. 
besides that, I, I because the thing is, if we just left that, you know, it was whack. I'm not having this conversation right now. We as a as a whole, by and large, are not having this conversation right now. But now we want to talk about personality and character, and that's why we're here. But why should she dim her dim her own light for any of us? Why? Why? She just won a championship, and she was an integral part an integral part of that championship. Why should she be humble for any of us? Like, did did she rub it rub it in Caitlyn Clark's face in in a very low moment for her? Yeah. Now, with that said, I don't know what Caitlyn Clark be saying during the game. She might be talking biblical shit. I have no fucking idea what she be saying. Now, Miss um, Reese did point out that she took she didn't take too kindly. Well, well, first of all, she said disrespect will not be tolerated. Da 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 da. Whatever. And then she she cited how. Um, Caitlin, base uh, Caitlin during the South Carolina game the day before. Was it the day before? The day before, yeah. She based or two days before, whatever. She waved off a player. She sagged off somebody at the three point line, and then waved them off. Basically, just you, you ain't shit. Wave. At least that's how I took it. That's how I received it. That's there's only one way to receive something as dismissive as a fucking wave when you have the ball in the three point line. You're playing in a um, an amateur basketball game. For a college championship, so she didn't take too kindly for that. Now, I, I've never heard somebody take disrespect to an opponent that personally, but it was what it was. And the difference in how it's covered is very interesting because, again, because the thing is with a lot of a lot of the backlash against Reese, it feels very protective of Caitlin Clark, and she doesn't want that. She doesn't need that. She even said, first of all, she talks hella shit. Good for her. She's a, she she is arguably the best player in the nation, and arguably one of the best to ever lace them up. So she should talk her shit. Good for her. She don't want that kind of fucking protection. She don't need that kind of protection. She be talking hell of shit herself. And again, this is we we have multiple instances of Caitlin Clark in this tournament. We we have a hand wave. We have a shut up. You're down fifteen. Which I mean, don't get me wrong, valid point. But shut up. You're down fifteen. And now somebody gives her a taste of her own medicine, and now we have to fly in with the wet, with, with the fucking um, with the capes, as if as if to protect her from something she doesn't even want protection from. She in, she is involved in this. She's she was born in it. She was molded in it. She she'd be talking shit. So what is the problem if somebody want to talk a little bit of shit to her? If you want to say, because here's the thing: if you want to say Angel Reese took it too far in the name of sportsmanship, fine. I can't even disagree with that. I don't care about sportsmanship. Fine. But if you want to say, hey, rubbing it, rubbing it in her face in a low moment was a little bit over the top, fine. I'm not here to argue with that. Fine. I can't argue with it. It was over the top. I just happen to like over the top, number one. And number two, as with everything else, especially in the sports arena, we can't just leave shit at X, we got to go to Y, Z, A, B, C, D. We, we, we got to just take everything too fucking far. And now we got to make everything, now we got to make this shit a character referendum and, and you know, some, and basically act like the woman did something far worse than putting her hand in front of her face and gesturing. We have to now, we, have, we now have to act, we, we now have to have our fucking um, imaginary pearls clutched because, oh my God, 
she did a, a, a she did the fuck a fucking hand gesture that Caitlin Clark also did within the same damn NCAA tournament, and it could what what like a week ago to however long ago it was. It wasn't even that long ago. It was fresh in our minds. I saw all the, all, all the fucking socials like the ESPN socials tweeting about how cool it was. Blah 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 blah. And she gets it back, and now we have to act like um, Andrew Reese is the worst person on earth. Why can't we just say it was whack? Like we can say it was whack, and we can say rubbing in her, rubbing her face in it was whack. Fine. Personally, I'm not necessarily like again. My problem with it was, but, but I, I just thought if you got to do it two, three, four times to lose this luster, just do it once. And you want to do it in her face to get a technical, do it in her face to get a technical. That's fire. But if she's not looking directly at you, you, you got to do this three, four times. That loses its luster. Fine. I understand that, and I'm not here to argue that at all. But this whole character reference, this whole, we, we, we got to say she's a poor sport and, you know, what are they teaching over there, LSU and this, that, and the fucking third, like, relax. But again, I do not know what Caitlin Clark is saying on the court. I do not know what Caitlin Clark was saying in the back. I do not know what she was saying in, 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 the, in the layup lines. Listen, with, with just like everything, I cannot tell people how to respond to disrespect. I'm pretty consistent with that across the board. Like, obviously, all disrespect is not the same, and all reaction to disrespect is not the same. I'll get into this this very topic a little bit later with the Anthony Rendon business, but I'm not here to tell somebody how to respond to disrespect. Like, again, I've never seen somebody be mad that they disrespect an opponent. So there's that. But also, it's like, all right, Angel Reese did what she did, and she was one of the best players in women's college basketball this year. And she put up all the numbers, and they won a championship. And we're sitting here talking about Caitlin Clark today, and we've been talking about Caitlin Clark the last week or whatever it was because she's this, that, and, and I mean she's great. She deserves it. Incredible basketball player, but she, what makes us think that Angel Reese looks at that like I'm every bit as good as, as as her, and there's some resentment there because she gets all the media coverage. And, it, and let me make myself 100% clear here. That's not a bad thing. I don't think that's a bad thing. I don't think it's wrong to look at her. Because given how good she is, there's no real reason why Caitlin Clark should have gotten all the hype. And I'm not making that necessarily a race thing. Let me make myself clear here, too. I'm not making myself making this a race thing. But... Because, but the thing is with women's basketball, like I don't, I don't know how they market, what what they market, um, as far as their players, but the, I, I feel like in my times of remembering a player getting you know serious serious hype, they just do it one at a time. It was you know Candace Parker, you know Skylar Diggins, um, uh, Caitlin Clark, you know etc. Et I feel like it's just one at a time. So her seeing that and being like, "Well, fuck that girl. I'm just as good or better, and and I'm I'm a bust her ass." What's the problem with that? She might just not like her, which understood. It might not necessarily be because of shit that she's doing or saying, which I don't know. I ain't there, but she might just the way she reacted after that game. That looked like somebody who did not like the opponent. That looked like somebody who did not like her, because to do to do the, the one at the free throw lines, whatever. Okay, and even that is like okay, that that's some spiciness. Okay, and then to 
Um, and then to try it, and then to do it again while the clock is running out um, before the celebration, yeah, there, there's some there's some animus there, there's some dislike there, which is cool. We we all like dislike in our sports. We all like trash talk in our sports. Women can do it too. And and that's the thing. Is there a racial component here? Yes, to me at least, it's impossible to argue otherwise. Now I think a lot of the racial component stuff comes from comes from people we should not be paying attention to any fucking way okay so that's fair right but we act like women are just supposed to be docile like they can't unapologetically confident and just talking shit and just doing shit that male athletes have been doing since the since the fucking beginning of time should not really cause this big a fucking stuff and it turns out you know what I really like it. It's, it's so me? fun. I love it. I love it. Like they're athletes. They're good. They're fun. They're confident. Like I'm not a big women's basketball fan. Like I don't watch a ton of it. Like I watch some of it every year, but I'm not really sitting here watching, you know, women's college basketball, you know, on a Friday in February. I'm just not. But I enjoy I enjoy it when I do watch it. And these women are great at what they do. High-level hoopers. They play the game at a high level. It's an entertaining product. The ratings have been very good, very strong throughout throughout this current tournament. And most importantly, just let them do what they do. If they want to talk shit, let them talk shit. There's nothing wrong with being confident. There's nothing wrong with being brash. There's nothing wrong with talking shit. There's nothing wrong with rubbing your, your rubbing your opponent's face. And now, a lot of people disagree, and I don't even necessarily fault people for disagreeing with that. But again, we 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 take the sportsmanship shit way too far, and we apply it as we feel like it, basically. Because I mean, I've been like Steph Curry, for example, and he had a great quote after Chris Paul hit a three on him. I want to say it was 18 or 17. I can't remember. It might have been 18. No, it was 17 actually. It was 17. And he hit, he hit a he hit a um he hit a three over him and he shimmied in his face. Chris Paul shimmied in Steph Curry's face because Steph Curry shimmied in his face like the game before that. And Steph was like, "Listen, you can't shimmy if you you can't shimmy if you're not okay with getting shimmied on, man. That's the game." But like, why why are we cool? When men talk shit, and I mean, granted, there are a lot of people who are consistent. They just don't. They they expect people to be expressionless, feelingless robots who just don't show any emotion, don't don't care, but care at the same. Like people have unrealistic asks of of, of these people, professional or amateur, black, white, you name it. They they have unrealistic. Some of them have unrealistic expectations for these people as far as how they're supposed to comport themselves on a court or a field. That is true. But for the most part, we don't really have these big discussions when when male athletes are talking shit to each other because it's fucking normalized. And because we have a different ex- expectation from men and how they comport themselves than we do with women. Simple and plain. That, that's the game. That's what it is. And if, if the ratings boost keeps up, and I imagine... These two teams will be back here next year, do, doing maybe not in the final, but they'll be they'll be in the, the eight or the sixteen or whatever. They, they'll be they will have something to say about who is crowned champion, right? 
then we're going to have to get used to it. But here's the thing. Once something gets popular, a lot of a lot of goofy shit comes with it. Just a lot of dumb shit comes with it. A, a lot of bad takes, a lot of you name it. Just it, it's kind of like how things like versus, for example. It becomes corporate and then like they get the money out of it, which great. Like I'm not here to shit on them. They get the money out of it, but the product becomes infinitely worse. Shit like that. You get more popular, you get more morons. That's just how this works. You get more popular, you get more whiners. That's just how this works. It is what it is. But ultimately, just I think everybody should talk shit. I think everybody should have fun. It's a game. I don't know why people like to have their have sticks up their ass as far as how people comport themselves when they win. Shit, how people comport themselves when they lose. As long as you're not inflicting physical harm on people or calling people out their name, I really just don't care. And I don't understand why... Well, I do know why. I do understand why this is a big-ass discussion today because look at all the dynamics that I pointed out. The The gender angle, the the race angle, it's all there. If this was two black people, do I think we'd have this discussion? Probably not. If this is two white people, do I think we'd have this, this discussion? Probably not. If this is two men, are we having this discussion? Absolutely fucking not. Absolutely not. We're not having this discussion if it's two men doing this. But... It is what it is. Um, once again, congratulations to LSU. And for the rest of you, stop fucking crying, number one. If, you, if you're one of them crying, if it don't apply, let it fly. You know the rules. Stop fucking crying and stop protecting Caitlin Clark. She's a good sport about it. She don't give a fuck, so why should you? And speaking of uh, disrespect and people responding to disrespect, uh, Anthony Rendon got into it with a fan in, at the Oakland A's game. What is it now? Like last what, Saturday, Friday, whatever it was, over the weekend, call it. Um, so after the game was over, they were walking back to their clubhouse, and it uh, based on the footage I saw somebody tweet, the, the fan was yelling, was yelling shit at quite a few of them as they walked back to their clubhouse. Now, what they were yelling, nobody knows. Uh, somebody somebody claimed that they, they called Rendon a bitch, or they were calling multiple Angels players, but I'm not sure how that goes. Either way, um, I saw a whole lot of people saying Rendon was out of line, and, and nothing grinds my gears more than that because it's just, and yeah, the fan is out of line, and, you know, so is the player that's not, and or we have a difference in opinion. Fine. I, I, we, we can disagree like adults. I personally don't care for that shit because I, I I think it gives too much grace to the fan. And I understand that in a lot of cases, these people are saying the fans are wrong too. My opposition is, you don't get to dictate how somebody responds to disrespect. Like, oh, Rendon's a pro athlete. He should know better. A lot of people, uh, a lot of a lot of pro athletes walk just walk past and people do that. Listen, just because 12 people can be called a bitch and walk away does not mean the 13th should. It doesn't. Flat out does not mean that the thirteenth should. Com- commendable on the tw- uh, for the tw- for the twelve who do. Good for you. You respond to that a certain way. You could walk past and you could go about your day and not respond to that kind of disrespect. Like somebody call you a bitch, a pussy, you name it. You know the words, and you could walk past that. Good for you. Good for you. I commend you on being a a, a well measured adult. Great. Just because 12 people are well-measured adults does not mean the 13th should. 
You don't know what that ter- what that person's going through. You don't know shit. And and quite frankly, we do know that most of these people would not be popping this hot shit if they were on the streets with these people or just regular civilians. They would not be walking up to regular civilians calling them a bitch or calling them the P word or the F, you name it, those words. You know the, you know the words I'm talking about. So I, this whole he was out of line, like I, I just don't agree. You just don't get to walk around calling people out of their name and not expecting repercussions. Then when the repercussions come, like, oh, you can't do that. You make it through. You're making $30 million. Listen, me and Anthony Rendon are not alike in any way. (laughs) For those who know, if you know, you know. But we're not alike in any way, except that we're both humans who put our pants on one leg at a time. We both bleed the same. We both breathe the same air. Listen, just because you make a whole lot of money does not mean you're you're just going to peacefully let disrespect slide. And nor should it mean that you get to say whatever and I just turn the other cheek. Like, I saw somebody bring up something ridiculous. They were like, oh, well, if Jackie Robinson could take it, why should Anthony Rendon? Wildly disingenuous to bring Jackie Robinson into this, number one. Number two, we're talking about different stakes altogether. And number three, just wildly disingenuous. Sorry for, for one and three being the same, but extremely disingenuous. There's stuff that I can't say here that I would, but... You, you you get the gist. Um, but, yeah, Jackie Robinson responded this way, so why can't Anthony Rendon... Listen, just because Jackie Robinson turned the other cheek in an era where he really couldn't do anything crazy does not mean that Anthony Rendon cannot hem up a fan or should not hem up a fan. I don't... Those two situations are not at all comparable. And quite frankly, just because Mike Trout could walk past, or Shohei Otani could walk past and ignore this, that, and the third does not mean Anthony Rendon should. And more of these fans should get fucking hands put on them. Because, again, I or you or somebody else does not get to dictate to somebody else how they respond to disrespect. Just because you would respond in this way does not mean the, the other person should. Like, obviously, all disrespect is not the same. And I'm talking about specific cases of you calling somebody out of their name. I'm not talking about, like, oh, he called me a bozo, so I swung on him. I'm not talking about that kind of shit. That's obviously, like, get anger management. Like, I'm not talking about that kind of shit, all right? I'm talking about, and we know the type of shit that fans be, uh, be on during games. Shit, I stand in the in in the in the right center field bleacher section of Yankee Stadium often. I hear the type of shit that they be saying, bro. During a playoff game, it just gets worse. I hear the type of shit that they be saying. You can't, you should not be able to say all of that shit unchecked. So I'm, I'm just, I'm not with the whole. Well, you know, he has to. He's out of line. He needs to be listen. If you want to make the argument that he did his team a disservice, be my guest. Because I can't argue with that. The whole, he might get suspended for a week. Listen, that might not matter that much to the Angels one way or the other. Because if they're a playoff team, a week is probably not going to stop them from being one. Or they might just suck because they habitually suck. All right? So it's not going to, but regardless... That's five games that they have to deal without him. Now, granted, they've dealt with a lot of games without him because he is per- perpetually injured. But that's that's another topic for another day. So you want to bring up he didn't help his team out much with his actions. Can't really argue with there with you there. This whole he's out of line. Why should he? Why should he walk past and let this dude call him and I'm assuming his teammates bitches and not do anything about it? Why? What is the reason? Oh, he, he needs to know better. No, that, that's fine. What is the reason, though? Like, what is the reason that he needs to know better? Oh, you, you don't get to gain... You don't gain much. That's a that's fair. But nobody gains much from fighting. That's probably why I don't want to do it. That's fine. But 
like you don't get to you don't get to tell someone how to respond to something that to calling to calling them out of their name to the point where they feel anger and rightfully so because if 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 your homeboy your homegirl comes up to you and so, and says hey somebody called me a miserable cunt and I slapped fire or punched fire out of whoever it was are you gonna sit here sit there and be like oh you should have just walked away I mean maybe. Maybe y'all are. I'm not. I'm like, hey, are you okay? You need some ice? Like, you good? You need me to roll through? Like, what's up? That's uh, that's just me, though. I I don't... The whole, uh, you know, he was out of line. And, and we do this a lot when these players get, get caught up in this kind of stuff. Like, oh, the player shouldn't have said that. He shouldn't have done that. Da, da, da. Like, the fans should just say whatever the fuck they want, apparently. The player should just never respond, ever. Which I find to be absolutely fucking ludicrous. I personally believe... Like, I, I gave you the reasonable opinions and, and my reasonable take. I'll give you the unreasonable one. I think we should have more malices in the palace. Malice, I think we should have more of those kind of events. Because, listen, there is a reason for a long time you didn't really hear about fan player unrest after our test and them went in the stands and waylaid everybody. There's a reason you didn't hear about that shit. Now... Like w- w- with the fact that everybody's everybody's an attention whore nowadays, people want to go viral and all of that. Blah 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 blah. Now you see all of that shit coming back, and we see it. I'm not gonna say weekly because that's probably a bit much, but you see at least I feel like once every once a month, you you, you see an instance of, of fans talking crazy to a player. I mean, Bradley Beal the other day knocked somebody's hat off because he said something wild to him because he lost him because uh I don't know he I guess he had him on his parlay and and he quote unquote cost. And Bradley Bill, quote unquote, cost the guy fifteen hundred dollars, something like that. Like, I feel like we're seeing stuff like this often. And I'm telling you, man, l- let a couple of these players punch a fan or two in the face one time, and I promise you, it won't stop necessarily because people love attention. I get that. It'll curb. Like some of it, some of it will, some of it will cease. Some of it will. But number one, though, stop telling people how to respond to disrespect. Stop. It's, it's not your call. It's not your case. It ain't your body. It ain't your feelings. It ain't your emotions. Speak for you and let, and let the disrespected party speak for themselves, whether it's with hands, feet, or take, taking, the, taking the high road. And by the way, being the bigger person is extremely overrated. Extremely, extremely overrated. And on that note, I'm out of here. I'd like to implore you to listen to the middle initial, the middle initial podcast with myself, Andrew L. Ja- Andrew L. Jackson, Jesus, Andrew L. Case, and Jude A. Jackson as we discuss current sports topics. Uh, watch shows on the Underdog Fantasy Sports Network. There's something for everybody there. There's hoops. There's football. There's, you know, baseball's coming around. Baseball's coming soon. Baseball stuff is coming soon. Uh, you know, NFL draft stuff. All of that. If if whatever whatever you like sports wise, Underdog has you covered. And on that note, I'm out of here. I will see you when I see you. Down to take over the whole world. Whoa.